This is All Things Psychic, a weekly podcast with two psychic mediums where we answer your questions and share our experiences about all things psychic. Send your questions to us at allthingspsychicpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at allthingspsychicofficial. Yay! We if you are, heard that, we so. we have a little bit of the sillies, you yeah. guys. So we were trying to raise our vibration. Not trying. We didn't have to try too hard, I guess. But um, we were raising our vibration before we started recording. And so we listened to like the last three minutes of Rose uh, City. the Rose City episode that we did when we were attacked by Yellow Jacket and couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. And... It was so fun. It was so because... funny because, like, we both sat on the bench to read whatever we saw was happening across Oh, from at us. the cemetery, yeah. And it was, really, like, what she saw was dark, and then I pulled out my cards, and and all I got was, we shouldn't be here, and then the bee came out. <laughs> also, we want to tell you something. When we were leaving the cemetery we heard a woman howling in agony yeah like like, i i don't know it sounded like she was held captive and bound and she just kept howling like an animal it it was really unnerving yeah like we like something tapped through in the last seconds that we were there like yeah do you see me or I, i can't even put my finger on it Except yeah, that it was I, I very thought, unsettling. I thought it was blocks away, and I'm like, oh, there must be a police incident. And then I'm like, well, lucky me, I'm driving home that way. <laughs> and there was nothing. And oh. I came back to the other day, and I was like, do you think that was real, or did that just come from the cemetery? And yeah, so we have deducted that we just heard that from the ether in the cemetery, because we had just conjured up a little too much that day <laughs> yes holy mackerel oh my god anywho welcome, welcome. Anywho. Uh, oh i want to give a shout out okay so Brittany, yay so um we did a reading last time for Brittany. she asked a question thank you so much and i just wanted to let everyone know that she appreciated her reading and it was um spot on and we have had some correspondence and email exchanges, um, you know, Julie and I with her, and sort of, you know, helped her guide intuitively toward her spiritual awakening, and it's been really, really fun. So, Brittany, we love you. Good job with everything, and you, you're doing it. You're killing it. Yep, you're doing a great job. Stay on your path. Um, and we're just really proud of you. And we're here yep. for you. So, Yes. And that goes for all listeners. All if you listeners. have any <clears throat> questions or support that you would like to receive from us, please send us an email. All Things Psychic uh, pod- Official. Official Podcast. Podcast? 
Wait. Oh, all help things, me. We forgot. Well. It's allthingspsychicpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, allthingspsychicpodcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the email. Okay. And then, at gmail.com. Yeah. And, um, of course, we have our Instagram, which is allthingspsychicofficial. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. So, um, we're here to help. Yeah. And, yeah, today I think one of the uh, messages that came through when we were um, grounding beforehand is it's okay to not take things so seriously. Yeah. You know, it's serious work, but it doesn't have to, we don't have to take it so seriously. Our guides like us to, you know, be light. And yeah, and that we, was fun too. We can so. only do so much. And um, I just want to say, <laughs> in one that. day. <laughs> Get um, your laundry done. <laughs> there is just such a huge push right now and an awakening for everyone um, towards spirituality and enlightenment and moving into a higher vibration in that fifth dimension um, that just pace yourself because it can be really overwhelming you know like what do I need do I need a book do I need a crystal do I have to go sit in the woods do I have to hug a tree yes you know like just slow your roll it's whatever it is for you yes yeah when someone asked me this this question this last week, and it was like, you know, I feel like I'm starting to tap into, um, you know, some like psychic abilities, you know, how how do I, you know, how do I explore them? And I always try to come back to meditation, you know, meditate, ask your guides to remind you what you already know. So much of what we know you know, whether it's from a past life, we have this knowing inside of us. Yeah, we all have the answers already. Yes. We just have to trust yes. it. And our guides sometimes <clears throat> remind us what we already know and, and then build on that. And then also yeah. being curious about, oh, you know, uh, this area looks interesting. UFOs or past life communication. Right. Uh, Akash, Go with it. Akashic records. Go with it. Yeah. See where, see where it leads. <clears throat> totally. And I really love that. Yeah. Oh, okay. That totally reminds me. Okay. That's a super good segue into um, <clears throat> the show that Julie and I totally binged. We didn't even have to communicate over it. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, have you seen it? I'm done. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch so, it a second time, actually. <clears throat> I watched one, another, one of the episodes twice. It was the mediumship one. But it's called Surviving Death. And it's on Netflix. It's new, so it's like it should be like right at the top. Um, it has six episodes, they're about 50 minutes each, and it's really cool. They cover a bunch of things like it starts off with near death experiences, and then mediums, part one and two, signs from the dead, seeing dead people, and reincarnation. And of course, I'm sure, Julie, like, you had heard of all those stories. Like, I had heard of everything except the mediumship part. Like, and the near-death experience, I knew the whole story about that lady that went down in the kayak. Remember that one? Oh. I totally already knew that one. And then she had that she learned. You'd heard that story before? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I totally have <laughs> sought out all this stuff. And then she had, um, she went to, like, heaven or the all and they showed her that her son was actually going to pass away at age 16 and she freaked out about it, came back and she shared it with him and they were just really careful about it. And then he made it through 16 and he made it all. Yeah, it was 18. 18. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought it was, it was like right at eight, right before his 18th birthday. Yeah, then and, he... And then she was like, oh my gosh, we made it through his 18th birthday. Right, or yeah. something. I thought it was 16th, but then he made... Okay, anyway, but... Yeah, and I had heard about the reincarnation, like, um... The, the, the little... Remember the, the little boy, James? And he would... His parents named him James... And then he signed his name James Three. Yes. And he was the pilot, and he's like, "Little man down, fire." Oh. God, but I knew about that one. That was crazy. Oh my so it was really cool to put a face to it. Yeah. But you know what was really weird about that one? What? No, it wasn't exactly that one. There was another one where this, the kid, what was it? The parents were. He was an adult now, and they were oh. telling him he had that giant past life, and then they were taking him to visit his relatives. He was the... Oh, he was the actor in Hollywood. Yeah, he was... Um, so they... He was, like... He, they took him to meet his daughter. His daughter. That was, like, way older than him. Right. That was a trip. That, that was, was a, a super trip. That was a real trip, but you know what's <clears throat> weird about that? What's that? It's like he, he acted so disinterested. He was like, get oh, me out of here. Yeah, I, I think felt that, like, yeah, that I think that he me. was scared a lot of it. You know, he was just unsure. Yeah. His mom seemed to be driving that story yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I absolutely believe <laughs> all of that. Oh, yeah. All of that is real. I, we had that experience in our own, my own family, my, <gasps> my older brother. Yeah, my old tell me this. Yeah, my older brother Jim, sure. who passed away eight years ago. Um, so <clears throat> he he knew stuff about he knew stuff about Vietnam and the war and rivers in Vietnam way before he ever should have. Like, oh, wow. You know, like, not speaking Vietnamese, but understood. Like, and he would say the rivers and all these places, and he could draw. He would use colored pencils to draw maps. Oh, my God. But he was um, he was colorblind, so we always had to help him with his colors, uh-huh. even though he was just a couple years older than me. Anyway, he, <clears throat> he believed, like, he saw the dog tags. He believed... Like, from the soldier that died in Vietnam, then he was born after. Like Oh, my god! He was reincarnated. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. So, actually, when he passed, he he's a school teacher, and his subject, of course, is history. And he would, like, act out all of these parts of, like, Vietnam to his students. Like, oh. the Vietnam War. What? To his students. Oh my god. And with all this different like I mean and they loved it. They just thought it was like like theater coming to life. You know? Wow. Yeah. And so <clears throat> at when he passed, one of his students, um, you know, who knew the story because he would tell his students, This is why I know so much and they were just like, Yeah, well, you're kinda crazy. I think <laughs> you lie sometimes. So anyway, <laughs> Anyway, one of the students, um, a Vietnamese student, um, her mom was going back to Vietnam, and so I gave her mom some of his ashes to spread <gasps> there. Oh, yeah, you are so cool. Yeah, so That's she spread amazing. some of his ashes. Oh, I think somewhere near the area that he always talked about. 
but he knew absolutely this whole area, this very specific area of Vietnam, and drew maps when he was small. That was just like. But my parents were just like, man, you know. Like, that was that was that's so crazy. Like in 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 the show, um, Surviving Death and the Reincarnation, when when the little boy James three, he was like the third James because there were three Jameses there, and they took him to the ocean where the plane went yes, down. Did you see that? Yeah. And he just like burst into tears uncontrollably. Yeah. And then it was closure. Yes. And when it was over, he forgot. And apparently kids between the ages of like two to five. Yes. Completely the veil. They're just so open. Is open and they remember all <clears throat> yeah. the past lives. And that's where all this information was coming through. And then yeah. they hold on to particular pieces that feel familiar. Mm-hmm. But then they forget about it. Like when they get older. Yeah, they keep I guess what they yeah. need. So what if yeah, we actually. do the same? Where there's like um, reincarnations or past lives, you know, that yeah. we, we had and we only are remembering specific incidences and that's like what drives our passions or Well yeah. No, I, you know tot- what I totally agree. Like our with you. interests. That's, well like, that's like the grand plan almost because we are supposed to like the lessons we've learned we've learned, so we hang on to them. So I mean, not to focus on the negative, but like if you drowned in a past life, you're gonna hate being in the water. So you just avoid yes. the water and yes. you do other things. Yeah, so I think in a way that makes sense. Like you you have imprinted on yourself what serves you now that you're here again. And also what, maybe a part of the trauma of how you passed. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, what if you're not over it? So, Lucy, yeah, cause a lot of people... my youngest, Lucy, was very, um, for, and, and we took her to get help, but for the, in preschool and for the longest time, um, anytime the wind blew and trees uh, started to sway, she would go into hysterics, like, like eyes open, like, like kind of pushing backwards. Like I gotta get out, get get me out of here. Get oh I gotta go gosh. inside. I gotta go inside. Like pulling on the door. Like I have to and and told a story about how she died oh. uh, in in a house and a tree fell on the house. Oh my god! I know. Kids. And wow! And, I know and, they just hang and on I to just that tried stuff. to nurture her through it, but there. Yeah. I mean, nighttime is still hard for her. And uh, when, when when the wind is blowing, it just, it's like the, she hears a rattlesnake or something. Oh, my god! Like, it's that intuitive. Huh. It's really something. That's crazy. You know, my oldest daughter, when she was little, um, she, I think that's kind of weird, but she couldn't be in a room with a closed door, mm-hmm. even the bathroom. She couldn't do it. Like, she would freak out. Yeah. She would freak out so bad. And uh, it was to the point where, like, uh, we would, on road trips and stuff, if she had to go, we'd pull over to find a restroom. And even if I went in the bathroom with her, the door couldn't be closed. I'd have to keep my foot in it. Mm -hmm. Like, she would be hysterical to the point, like, running toward the door if she saw it closing. And I have no idea what it means, but, yeah. 
yeah. all the time. Like it, it got to the point where I would just pull off the freeway and just find a spot in the woods and be like, here, are you comfortable? <laughs> just go here. That's but, so interesting. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure she'll really appreciate me sharing that. <laughs> right, I know. What um what what did you think of the mediumship episodes? Oh my god. Okay, so that was one that I watched twice. I watched part two twice. So that was really crazy. I'm dying to hear what you think. We saved our conversation because we wanted to do it with everyone. But okay, so it was like there the um there was like a retreat and it was in Zenderen, Netherlands. And it was called the Mediumship Training Retreat. Um, and it was really cool. Okay, so a couple things stuck out to me. Um, like, a lot of the people there were in trauma because they lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. And they wanted mm-hmm. to connect. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know you and I have talked about this before. It's like, that's like one of the number one ways people come into spirituality. Yeah. I am in so much grief. What do I do? And how do I connect to them? Are they okay? Are they alive? Is there life after death? And that one dude, it was a gentleman. He had a bun and he was distraught over the loss of his father. And then in the seance, he, the father came through. Yes. But I had, I had, I wanted to ask you a couple of things. Like, how did you feel about that? Because, like, it seems to me, like, <clears throat> seances, like, I understood the ritual, but I don't know. She sat in the box and then was strapped down. And yeah. She, like, I was like, I don't know. Well, he felt his father tap him. Yeah. And then they both shared information. What, what was it? What did he... He tap him on the back of the head? Or I thought it was on, like, the, on the forehead. forehead. Yeah. He, he, like he got tapped. Um, it's hard to say because I don't know how much information any of like the medium and or her people have had. You know? So yeah. he was an Indian man that had lost his father. Mm-hmm. Right? From India. Yeah. He lost his father. So that language... Um, son is you know is beta beta yeah so if they knew that i mean could they have used that yeah it was just like i just yeah okay okay like i know it's so weird because here we're like psychic and everything and i feel like (laughs) (laughs) like this is i was skeptical i was skeptical because in the earlier part of the show he completely stated the whole story on why he was there Mm mm-hmm and then that happened, but then, I don't know, like, a couple questions that popped into my head were, like, why is he the only one out of 12 people that got a message? Right. I, I think it, I don't know why, for some reason, to me, it would have felt more believable if, <laughs> if she did the readings <laughs> like I do them. I know, like, I know, I was trying to Why not to... in the daylight? Why not I with know. the other person? Why and why not be... say, um, you know... What is it that you, oh, you, you, you'd like to connect with your dad or someone recently just passed? It looks to me like a father figure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it could be around the same age as an uncle as well. If you know, so I, I do need yeah. a little bit of information sometimes, like, oh no, it was my dad. Okay, so I'm seeing this bond. I'm seeing, you know, like, why exactly? Could, like, I know, why I have, he I have, get that. He could have got that from someone something. in the daylight. Yeah, and that was one of the, 
Yeah, okay. And I would have thrown in, and here's the sign that he's giving you. I'm just saying. (laughs) I know, I know. Because, like, there are so many ways to getting answers or being spiritual or finding it within yourself. And I kept thinking, I was, like, the same thing. It's like, why can't we do this in daylight across from each other at a table? And, you know, to strictly be a medium, I'm just thinking, well... You know, you and I sort of blend everything, so we just, you know what I mean? It's like sometimes you hear things from people who have passed or guides. Yes. Or I get information. Yes. So it's not, I mean, that to me was like channeling, because she, her voice changed. Yes. She was strapped down in a box. Yes. (laughs) Really, really. So, and I think because the the skeptic part of me mm-hmm. um, is because I've never done it that way before. Yeah, that's what I, I kind of, to me, it felt so, outdated. Okay. You know what and I mean? And we've never done a seance. I know, but why, why do you, why would you, I mean, it's like the same, because I don't, I don't, I just, I just want to get the information that I want. I don't need to follow well, another I guess and we, can, we can do that without tipping the table. Exactly. Uh, right? Or ectoplasm? <laughs> yes? Yeah, I guess it's just, to me it seems antiquated and I don't, I didn't quite understand. Like if I went into that seance room, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would participate and sing the song, but I don't know that I would come out any different. I would just get information just like right. if you and I were reading each other. Well, there were other mediums in, in that episode. Uh, the, there was a woman with long blonde hair. She seemed right. like a really great medium. Like oh, she, yeah. No, she, she told that woman, like, your daughter's telling you to take something out of your purse pocket. What, it, what what's, oh, you know, yeah. like, I mean, that, that to me is like, oh, there we go. Bingo. Like, I relate to that. Like, I can, I can see that. That's yeah, language exactly. that I use. Right. I think that's what it is. Well, and I really liked her message afterward. When she was done, she's like, people come to me for answers, but the answers are all within themselves. Yes. And, and, and that's what yeah, she that, gave the power back to each did. person. I really like, loved that. I'm just introducing you to your person that you want to connect with. Now, now you, you get, can do it. Yep. Now you have an open relationship. Right. And that guy, the son, who was trying to get that connection, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he went to multiple uh-huh. psychics. Just to see what he could understand about his father who had passed. Right. And it everything rang true. Yes. It, until it finally dawned on him that, wow, you know, he is here with me. And I do have a connection. And, right. And it ended with her, the blonde medium, just saying, yep, everybody has the power to do that. I like that. <laughs> I like letting people know that they have... The personal power within them to do what what we're doing. Yeah, everybody has the. Power. Everybody has the ability to do what we do. It takes practice, 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 practice. Yeah. Literally, meditation. If, practice with meditation. Practice with being open to hearing something. If you are interested in connecting with someone from the other side, you can do it. Sometimes a medium kind of, um, like I said, kicks off the platform. Of, yeah. All right, this is where they are. This yeah. is what. So you like, don't have I'm to not. spend your energy wondering, like, oh, are they in a grassy field? Are they, you know, blah blah right. blah. 
then you can just go after that and meet them kind of where they're at. Mm -hmm. But I think the one that we were saying was outdated was, um, and I think that's what we're, we're, I felt like she, she took all the power. Like she acted as if she had the power. Yeah, like she had the power. That's what I didn't like about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I understand the channeling because I know like when I was, you know, years and years ago when I was first learning about spirituality, like channeling was a big thing Mm -hmm. and you know, your voice changes, but you're delivering the information and that's what I think bothered me, not empowering people because first she was like Silver Cloud and then Tommy Boy came through. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was I didn't understand the purpose of Tommy Boy. Yeah, he was just a small child that I guess and is like almost like one of her guides, but then she uses his voice. Yeah, but I didn't. I did you hear her? Did she do a closing out prayer, or like a? I well, they may have cut it, but I certainly okay. hope she did. But then when she came out, she was like way exhausted and had to go mm-hmm. sit in a room for an hour. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just very interesting. Well, I'd love yeah. to hear what other people <clears throat> think about it. I know. I'm curious, too, because my impression of channels is like, it's kind of like you hit a vein of gold and you just dig it out. So, like, there's Seth material, there's Lazarus. You get one person and you keep going with this person. But, okay. like, to be a channel and have, like, anybody show up i don't know i guess tommy was a regular but and the woman frida too yeah but then she was yeah and frida yeah and then the father so yeah it's just a different way to tap in i guess i don't know yeah that's true i guess uh we don't get exhausting (laughs) It, it really does and it didn't look very light and happy yeah that's it's I think like, that's, oh my that's gosh. what bothered me. It's like readings are such a joy. They're taping up the doors. I'm like, yeah, the, the, no. It, it it can it can be it can be lighter than this. Both both you know, uh, yeah. environmentally and spiritually. <laughs> right. Um, readings do not have to be so heavy. Yeah. Often the person from the other side wants to say they want to remind the sitter of their personality sometimes they'll say a joke or they'll tell them something that just the two of them know about right right i've had that where i'm like i have no idea why i'm saying this but the person that's sitting knows exactly oh my god yeah that's crazy um oh my gosh no i just want to tap on signs was another oh signs for the dead really good one that was really good i might watch that one again what did you like in that one tell me I just, I, well, you know, it mirrored so much of the language that we've said in so many oh, of our yeah, podcasts. Oh, yeah, I know. That's what, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. It was just like, yes. Like, maybe we are doing this right. <laughs> yes. Um, the harder you try looking for a sign, the harder it will be to find. It's not something that oh. you can necessarily control. Mm-hmm. And, and you want it so badly, but they show up when they show up. And they often show up when you're in your darkest pain or deepest pain but they also show up when you're doing great and yeah and you just finished a chore a chore and it's like hey add a girl yeah you know they show up for the mundane as well 
Yeah. You know what struck me too is um, I know you've had people pass in your life and your family. I have too. And um, it's just amazing the amount of space grief can take up after the loss of someone. Mm -hmm. And it is such a journey to get that space back. You know, like well, how to integrate that space into your living existence. Yeah, like um I don't think the, we the get thing, it back the, often. Right. The thing that really struck me that mom that lost her daughter with brain cancer. Yeah. And she at the very end, okay, at the very end she was like the, I love the part. You guys have to watch this. Okay, how, like, when people are really close to death, they see their loved ones. Mm -hmm. And she started envisioning her guy taking her in, and she's like, where are you going to go? Oh, I'm going to live in the castle, and I'm going to live here. And the mom was able to move on because she knew her daughter was really going there. Yes. And it's like, that's what people are looking for, that peace of mind and... Like, where are they? Like, just like the guy with the bun, his father said, you did the best you could, and I love you. And then he was like, okay. Yeah. You know, but can you imagine how many years of grief? And shame. And or shame, guilt, yes, fear. Yes, like, yes, yes. Gotta yes. get out of that vibration. Yes. All right, folks. You guys have to watch it. It's called <laughs> Surviving Death. It's on Netflix. And send us some questions. We want to read more. <laughs> tell us about your journey going into the fifth dimension. All right. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Adios.